1: Listen, it is—it's almost Leah's season. Okay, so happy early birthday <laughs> to the. <laughs> what the heck was that? Yeah. <laughs> you at least got a lion, a yeah. lion voice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> happy We've, early so like, birthday to us, Pete! Happy happy early birthday. birthday. We we're, we're only have a couple of weeks left.
1: I know. It's a fun time of the year, summertime, and we're getting into early August. Anyways, so it's that theme, or in that theme. Today, we thought we'd have a really incredible, special, on-brand guest, if you will, join us on the pod. And that guest is the one, the only, how cool is this name? Lisa Stardust is, is joining phenomenal. us on the pod.
2: I feel like that should be the name of a TV show.
1: Right? That's just like, wow, Lisa what a name. Lisa Stardust. She's a New York City-based astrologer. She's a tarot card reader, energy healer, and two-time best-selling author. She is the resident astrologer at the Today Show and astrology columnist for Teen Vogue, Cosmopolitan, and Refinery29. Lisa's been practicing astrology professionally for over 15 years and has been studying the stars all of her life. She's been known for adding her signature humor and with her work, you guys are about to get just that. It's pretty...
2: It's pretty... This is going to be a good episode, guys. We also tease with ourselves. I mean, we find out about our... What's our love life looking like? Where is it going? We ask
1: all the questions.
2: Me and Pete, where are we going to end up? Also, we had something fun in there. We wanted to add Nathaniel Mitchell, that's her from the Bachelorettes, in there. And we wanted to see if he's going to find love this season.
1: So so we, we get everything read to us. Uh, we have... We, we we gave her all of our all of our info, birthplace, you know, social security number, credit card number. Just kidding, guys. We gave her all the important uh, pertinent information she needs to know, and uh, we found out some cool stuff. So we're excited to share it with you. It's
2: actually really funny. Let's get it. Lisa, welcome on the podcast. How are we doing?
3: I'm good. I'm excited to be here with two Leos during Leo season to talk about nice. everything under the sun.
1: I, I love it. I, we're so excited. Thank you so much for coming on, Lisa. We, uh, we're stoked to hear what uh, you might have to uh, to tell us. But before we get there, for anyone who might not know... Why don't you explain what astrology is?
3: Well, astrology basically is the study of the stars, the planets, and how they relate to us on Earth. When we look at a personal birth chart, what we're looking at is your personal map to the universe. There are no two birth charts that look the same, which means that everyone has their kind of unique cosmic DNA, now, the both of you are two Leo, so here's a little spoiler for everyone down the episode, but I know your birth charts, but do you both feel that you're the same type of person, like, 100%? Probably not, you know, more or less, like, you probably like the same things or have the same aesthetic, but the way you go about relationships is a little bit different, you know, or what you ask from your partner. I don't partners. know. We both went
1: on reality TV to try to find love and uh, I don't know how that worked <laughs> out for us, but uh, we both had the same idea.
3: <laughs> well, that's the Leo thing. You know what I mean? Like Leo is like love, love, love because it rules the heart chakra. So, you know, you're always open to whatever
1: romance the universe would bring to you. Okay, so a quick question though. you said no to so for those that don't know listening. Yes, Dustin and I are both Leos. I'm born August 4th. Dustin's born August 5th. So we're very close. But even people that are closer. So you're saying no two people have the same chart. So even twins, identical twins born at the same time will have it?
3: I mean, there could be a little bit of a difference. The rising sign could be a little bit off and it could denote a different type of personality. So Dustin is a Leo with a Sagittarius rising. Whereas you are a Leo with a Capricorn rising. So, I mean, like, facially, I can sort of tell the difference just because I'm a trained astrologer. But, you know, he kind of has, you know, Dustin has a little bit of, like, a longer face. Like, he kind of looks like, you know, like an adventurer ready to go out there. You're a Capricorn. You are a cardinal sign. You kind of have more of, like, a bovine type of face features you know, smaller eyes, those are qualities of a Capricorn rising and like a little bit of a like more bigger rounded forehead and like a pointier chin. So, you know, we all have like different things that make us us. And I would say for Justin, he has a Sag rising. That means that his seventh house is ruled by Gemini. So he really likes to in communication with people he's friends with all the time. He likes to talk to his partners all the time. He likes to know all the tea. Whereas (laughs) you, you're more of like a cuddly type of person, you know, because you're. I'm a huge cuddler. You're spot on with that. Opposed to your ascendant, so it's in Cancer. So you like to do things at home with your partner, you know, like you like to go out and have fun, but like. A romantic night to you is just watching TV on the couch and eating pizza by candlelight, you know, and cuddling. Whereas wow. Dustin's like, let's like tell me all about your day. Let's go to like the hippest bar and like, let's like drive around the city and like, you know, make magic everywhere, you know, like, <laughs> and post everything on Instagram. <laughs>
2: Dustin, you do post a lot on Instagram. Hey, I'm the magic guy. Here we go. Oh, the magic oh this man. Is, this is so interesting. So, why how can this be important for us to learn more about ourselves?
3: Well, because when you look at your charts, you really can sort of tell by the transits that are happening what you're inclined to do. First for, so for some people, they might not be like in the mood for love right now. They might be in the mood to have like a couple of things, you know, whereas other people might want to like have the greatest romance of their lives. It's also really, astrology is really great for timing, so it can tell you what, you know, if it's the right time to take a job or maybe go on vacation, maybe take the summer off and have fun
1: instead of, you know, hustling everywhere. So, okay, so let's just get a little bit here into the, the background of astrology. So astrology is study the stars, and it's essentially like your, your map print here of how the universe uh, is going to have you kind of live your life. Is that, yes. Am I getting that correctly? Yes. So when, whenever you're born, at that exact second, we gave you our, our time we were born, where mm-hmm. we were born in the world, and you know, a month, obviously year, all that. There's an exact if you take a snapshot, all the stars are in one location. And so you're saying that is what dictates how certain things in your life kind of play out. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, like astrology is more about how you relate to the world and what you're in the mood to do. So it's really just about what you're projecting into the into like your relationships and into the work that you do and into every aspect of your life.
2: So that's can we go into those right now a little bit?
3: Yeah, sure.
2: What where we are in our lives? I guess I'll go first. Do you could do me first and Peter second. Wow. You, but, you just want
1: to go first all the time, don't you, Dustin? Yeah. Know. Hey
2: that Leo. Sag right?
1: rising. He has to win. <laughs> <You're sad laughs> he has to have, riser.
3: He has to have the last word. <laughs>
1: All right. Yeah. Well, that'd be great, uh, Lisa. So we, like I said, we, we, we sent over all our info ahead of uh, this podcast and um, I guess, yeah, Dusty.
3: Sure. So what would you like to ask about? What is like the major question that's burning on your mind right now?
2: When am I going to die? No, I'm joking. I don't want that at all. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Could you actually?
3: Yeah. I had nope. a conversation about this last night with someone, but that's kind of like a little too dark for this. Podcast.
2: No, I don't want to for
3: know. Today. We'll, we'll keep that. We'll keep
1: that. It's a little today. too
3: dark for a hump day for a Wednesday. Yeah, we'll,
1: <laughs> yeah. no, let's, we'll let's, that let's skip that one.
3: <laughs> but let's tell skip me, skip that one uh, for Halloween. Yeah, I guess no, not even Whatever. then. What do nope. I want?
2: <laughs> Maybe for Halloween. I don't know. I, I don't know. What do you see? I mean, I'm in a relationship now, happy, loving relationship. So I, I'm, I'm good on the love. I know. Aspect. And you
3: might have gotten into that relationship in the past two years, maybe last year or something around that time. Yeah, I'm good. I think like the most important thing for you to realize is that right now is a really big time for you to embrace your creativity. Now, I don't mean to freak you out, but okay, I think that you might be having a little bit of Baby fever, or thinking about that in like the recesses of your brain just because of the energy that's happening right now. He's smiling. So, that could be something that happens in the next year to year and Yo, a half. Hey,
1: if you're listening to this, uh, <laughs> I, I had no idea about this. This is all a news to me as well.
3: I mean, it's happening. I think that, like, starting a family and getting married is something that you're really drawn to at this moment and being in a commitment. You know, I think that when you entered this relationship, all the eclipses were kind of drawing you towards this person. It was a very faded past life karmic connection. So it was basically... You know, like you jumped right into it, as only a Sagittarius rising would do. So I definitely think that right now it's about connecting with your family, connecting with like creativity and also deciding if you you want to be a father, like what that entails and how that aligns with your journey.
2: Wow, that does speak a lot. I'll go ahead and say, like me, like Pete knows, I, I'm trying to be creative for my company, Guaranteed Karma, figure out new strategies on getting people to come volunteer. And I've talked to Peter too, you know, on, on terms of like, what are we going to do next year living wise? And I've talked about living with my girlfriend.
1: Literally last night, literally last night, oh, we had wow. a conversation. I was like, Dustin, are you leaving me? Be honest. Like, mm-hmm. is this, are we done? Are we done after this? And You know, not to be dramatic, but no. So our lease, you know, we go through uh, May of next year, 2023. And I was like, so tell me what's what's going on. We actually got into this conversation. So it's very funny that you bring that up.
3: Well, it's very funny that I bring it up because I definitely think that there are going to be new opportunities for the both of you that are coming around May of that time next year so i think like you could be taking this podcast to the next level or you both could maybe be doing more stuff with each other like other endeavors CP
2: nothing to worry about man you got me to the <laughs> long <laughs> haul my guy over I here not. stressing and crying on my shoulder last night i had was getting to getting a put this I mean, had to put this guy to bed last night
1: crying himself was, to sleep i know it was, it was rough but no i'm happy listen man if it gets if it's if that's the next chapter of your life. I'm stoked, and uh, hey, if I'm gonna be an Uncle Pete here soon,
2: uh, let's not I'm put that in the universe. It. I know it's already <laughs> in the universe, but I don't want to have kids just quite yet. I'm I'm down to take it slow, you know.
3: Well, it might happen unexpectedly, so oh. be forewarned. Oh, <laughs> so what
2: you're oh my god!
3: <laughs> some things you can't plan.
2: What you're telling let's me is see. practice safe sex.
3: Yeah,
1: okay. and you know, heard <laughs> didn't, did not think this conversation I was definitely going out
3: that way. Think that. I definitely feel that Pete is kind of going through a little bit of the same thing. However, you know, with Pete, he's really more or less focusing on more creative ways to incorporate into like the work that he does. So I do think that there are a lot of like endeavors and projects that are on their way for both of you and that you will both be working together on in the near future. Now for Pete, You know, it's interesting because his moon is in Gemini, which falls in Dustin's seventh house. So that's the house of like partners and contracts. So I definitely feel that you both are hindered spirits who will work together for a long time. You're meant to be professional partners. So in terms of what's going on with you a little bit, I think that there's been a lot of confusion about like, Kinds of like the next steps and where you're going. Right now, I think you're just really more about kind of, you know, like having fun. I de- are you in a relationship?
1: I am not in a relationship. Because I no. definitely
3: feel that there's someone coming and this Ooh. is going to be a really serious relationship. I think that you'll definitely be in a serious commitment by
1: the fall, the end of the fall.
2: He's been dreaming end of this
1: before. Of <laughs> A minute. He's does, don't go me, embarrass me here. Come on.
2: He's like, bro, just like New York in the fall, the, the, the <laughs> weather, like a nice little I mean, is there a better time to date someone in
1: New York City than the fall? I don't know. It's
3: Autumn in New are. York, you know. Wait, so movie. okay.
1: So, okay. So there's, you see a serious relationship yes. coming and uh, this fall time.
3: Yeah, I see a serious relationship. I definitely think that there's a move. You might be moving sometime soon. Really? or you are thinking about moving, not really sure if you've moved. Because, you know, Jupiter, which is a big planet of expansion, it's in your fourth house of home. Mm -hmm. So that's all about kind of wanting more space, you know, like at home. Wanting, like, a bigger place to kind of do your activities and to take care of everything. So I definitely think that you're looking towards, like I said, like the next step, like maybe a bigger space or maybe even you know, spending more closet, time with your that, family. <laughs> yeah.
2: Can't we all? Pete, I didn't know I was cramping your style, my guy. Jesus. You just could have. J- are you me. his
3: roommates? So maybe he moves in with his girlfriend and then you find your dream place with your new you know, girlfriend. Wow. <laughs> I
2: um
1: it's me a he, loves he loves it. Yeah, no, don't 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 stop, please. <laughs> this is uh this is great. This is great info. We're going on two years now in New York. Dustin and I were talking about this last night. We were, you know, we originally came out. I came out to New York before Dustin, but originally I was like, oh, I want to do this for like a year or two. So we're getting up to that two-year point. So I'm not saying I want to leave New York yet, but I have kind of thought, all right, what what's next? Where's the next spot here? Possibly maybe. LA, who knows, back home. But so it's interesting, again, that you bring that up as well, because there's definitely some validity to that.
3: Yeah. I mean, I can tell everyone what's going on in their mind, whether they like it or not. It's really hard for me to date because I always know when people are lying to me. What did you do last night? I know you're lying. (laughs) I know where you were.
2: (laughs) Well, let's talk about this. How did you, so how did you get into all this and did you have like a certain gift that you kind of
3: I guess I always was really like sensitive and intuitive but I also grew up in a very new age type of family and you know my grandmother practiced santeria my great-grandmother read tarot cards so my dad's family are Kabbalistic healers so I always was always interested in you know astrology. The first job I wanted to have when I was in second grade was to be a gemologist when everyone wanted to be doctors. And that's sort of studying gems and crystals. So I've always been interested in it. You know, I never was not. And then one day I just realized that I really like helping people and being part of their journeys and giving them insight. And I've helped so many people.
1: And that's really the most rewarding part of my job.
2: That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. That's incredible. I,
1: I feel like, yeah, I mean, you, what an amazing gift, I guess, to just be able to show people, you know, maybe a side about themselves that they don't even know is is, is there or is coming or and that's got to be really rewarding to be kind of in that position.
3: I mean, I've helped a lot of people through like a lot of really dark places in their lives. And that's been the most rewarding thing for me where I've You know that expression, I've heard it all. I literally have heard it all. And not yeah. just from, you know, regular people, from celebrities, from a lot of different people who are all going through the same thing. And just to offer insight and when things get better and to see people evolve and to transform and live their best lives, that's probably really re- the most rewarding part of this.
2: Lisa, I have another question. Can yes. you do an, one more chart, possibly? Does it take time?
3: It's
2: fine. I can do it right now on my phone. My buddy Nate, that I you know grew up with in Southern Illinois, he is now our buddy, Peter's good buddy too. They're actually a lot alike. It's kind of scary, but anyways, he's on the show The Bachelorette right now, and he just had Mm -hmm. a great episode, a one-on-one time. I'm kind of curious because he hasn't told me much. Is love in his future? Is it not? I think this could be really cool.
1: Right now, for all you listening let's see you don't want to be what's spoiled his birth date? what's that? his birthday what's his
2: birth date january 15th he told me he was born sometime in the morning he didn't exactly know and he was born in 1989 and i don't know the i don't know where
3: you know my mom's gonna be so happy that i did this she's an avid bachelor watcher
1: oh is she oh
3: is she yeah and all oh. of my friends all of my yeah I actually have a lot of astrology meme accounts about The Bachelor.
1: I have seen some of that.
2: And he was born in Joliet, Illinois.
3: So I do feel that there is something coming his way. I just think that right now he's going through a lot of transformational things that are probably at the forefront of his mind just because Pluto connects with his son. So I would say that love is coming to give you a precise time, I want to say that I feel like it's going to come next year, though, unfortunately. Next year. Like, true love, not right now. Just because we look for some hard aspects for to Venus, the planet of love, and he's going to be getting those soon. But, you know, he does want a partner so right now. So I do think that he could have a few flings, you know, why not have fun? But his ideal person will be coming next year.
2: Okay, I yes. okay. Interesting. I'm gonna have to pass this on to him and see what he thinks.
3: I always say to people, like, date around, have fun. Like, there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah, right now, for
2: sure, that's true. So, is it possible for him to like think he's in love, but he just doesn't know that he's not yet? Or
3: I mean, he's having Jupiter squaring his Venus right now. So Jupiter is a really expansive planet, and Venus is a planet of love. So that makes you feel like you're like in it to win it. But then it's like you realize as soon as a transit passes that you're like, Oh, well, that was just like the transit. I don't, I don't know how I feel right now. <laughs> or like you're Ryan Carey, the person you're like, I don't know them. You know. All
2: right, That's so, so interesting. I love that.
3: It's a fleeting, it's a fleeting thing, but he's going to have a few passes because you know, this aspect retrogrades, it goes backwards, it moves forward. So he'll have a few passes, you know, a few flings with the same person probably.
2: All right. I think you just gave us a huge spoiler.
1: I think we got a huge... Spoiler. So are you able to like watch... Do you watch the show by any chance? The Bachelor, Bachelorette?
3: Yeah, I've watched The Bachelor, yes.
1: Are you able to like predict to kind of like see or feel right away just from like... I guess maybe you'd have to look up their all their birth stuff and their birth signs, but have you ever done that? I'm curious. I mean,
3: the first Bachelorette, I knew that she was... I just intuitively knew who she was going to end up with. Yeah, I just had a feeling just from the beginning, I remember in the first episode, but I think I can just intuitively tell who they're going to end up with just because I pay attention to like a lot of other things, you know, like the way they talk to people, the, their body language. So you kind of can tell who's feeling who and who's not feeling who.
1: All right. So I have a question, yeah. Lisa. So you said earlier here, I'm, uh, it's looking like stars were aligning to find someone, meet someone very special, very serious here. Fall time. Can you tell me mm-hmm. anything about her? Anything, uh, what she's like or. I think you might end up with a Virgo, like
3: a Virgo with some water in their chart or someone who has a lot of earth. In what their does that chart. mean? I think you're just looking for someone to balance out your fire energy. I mean, you do have a lot of earth in your chart. So I think you're kind of looking for, I mean, you like you like a certain type. Both of you have types, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. just
1: FYI wait can we can um, we get can we dig deep at that can we see can we have you, uh, do you disclose that sure I mean do your type Pete yeah what's I my mean, type? I think
3: you're I think you kind of like like earthier kind of like girls that are like outdoorsy maybe like people that are just like undramatic you know what I mean like yes. like they're like tender they have a very like soft emotional side you know yep. like there's a card in the tarot deck called the queen of discs and she's the queen of all earth so you kind of you know you want someone who will like cook dinner with you from scratch someone who you can you know have like a banter with you know but also someone who you know doesn't you, you don't argue you know like you don't you're not an arguer no I think you would rather just like let someone win an argument and fight back with them. Now, Dustin's type is a mercurial person. You know, he likes someone who is very communicative, someone who's very, you know, Venus is in his seventh house in Gemini. So someone who does a lot of things, maybe someone who very social, social butterfly, you know, you like a seamster, basically, if that's true you like someone who knows, like, the scene.
1: <laughs> like, How well, does Kat know the scene, huh?
2: Kat knows the scene. She's taken me to so many restaurants when we first met here
1: in New York. So. She's taken yeah, me all like, around the world, man.
2: She took me, but I paid. Just.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, you like someone who, you know, like, I would say when we talk about the archetype of what a Gemini is, sort of, you know, someone who's very flexible, someone who, you know, lets you take the lead, but also because you're a Leo and Leos like to take the lead, someone who you're proud to have on your arm. Like Leos have the thing that they will only date people who they like to show off to the world. So we call it Leo arm candy. So it's like, doesn't matter what the connection is. You have to be really proud of the person that you're dating. So when you're walking the red carpet, you could be like, oh, this is my girlfriend. Like she invented like, the camera, I don't know. You know what I mean? You just, that's how Leos date. They like to date people that, you know, have a little bit of the cachet, people who they can marvel at.
2: That's so true. Yeah. Pete, you look okay. man. No, I a <laughs> stump.
1: No, I, I honestly, a lot of that was spot on there of, of my type. I'm excited to uh, you got you got the <laughs> just the excitement going here. This is uh, the
3: one thing I want to say to Pete though is that you have to be a little bit less selfish when it comes to love and a little bit more giving. So what I want you to do is to put for everything that you want in the relationship, give your partner the equal of that. Does that make sense? So absolutely. instead of taking, like, you have to, like, give as well. So that's something sure. that is something that, you know, is in your chart to work on.
1: So Okay. All Take
2: right. notes, I Pete. Take that. notes. I, hey, I, I have been. Lisa, all right. Let's talk about this new book you have.
3: Well, it's a love deck. So we're talking about love. And the love deck is basically a 70-card deck. And they're, like, oracle cards. But... It teaches you more about astrology and the zodiac signs and love, your personal mantras, basically things for self-love, self-care, self-esteem, crystals you should use to basically ignite love, the chakras in love, how to cleanse and heal your chakras, magical spells to find love for self-love and to make someone stay in love with you or fall in love with you.
2: Oh, I love this. Speaking speaking on this, and you, you definitely got to tell us where we can get that too, but...
3: Oh, everywhere. Oh, <laughs> oh it's rentable, everywhere? Amazon, yeah. Oh, wow. Very cool. Yeah.
2: You'll have to share that link with us so we could uh, share it with our listeners. But I had another question. So you said like a cleanse. So I remember walking down the, in the city and you see these shops that will cleanse your aura right Uh so is that possible to do without going into those shops can you do it yourself i would
3: never go to one of those stores (laughs) why why is that because you don't know what you're getting and a lot of people can be scammers so there are ways to cleanse your aura by the way btw if you're looking for a fun date guys you should take your dates to get your aura photos taken in chinatown or in flushing queens because they interpret your aura and they interpret your energy and it's fun to do, you know. So you That's can see all a, the a colors. That's actually date
1: idea. I love yeah. that. Peter, you so, want to go date? Absolutely. Yeah, nice. you guys should, to never should do
3: it. I can interpret your auras on the show the next time. So oh, basically, geez. I can do everything. Yeah, so yeah what basically, can't you do? <laughs> I mean, I've been doing this since I was like... Eight or eight or six years old. So, so,
1: so, how does this work? Let me ask you this for for your love life. It, does this work as as well and as accurately for you?
3: I mean, people who can't do teach people who can't teach teach gym. I always make that joke. How like you know, I'm I I'm in a relationship that's like constantly. I de- it's Taurus. Dating a Taurus, it's like, you know, the movie Groundhog's Day. You have the same argument every single day because Mm -hmm. Tauruses are very stubborn and inflexible.
2: Oh my God.
3: It's sort of like that, but (laughs) yes, but yeah, I mean, I think that. A lot of the times, it's I really try not to use astrology and tarot to find out information because I consider that astrological spying where totally. that's not really fair, you know. But, I mean, we all do it sometimes, you know. If someone's lying to us, like, we need to know the tea, you know. But
1: Right, but not all of us can just, like, real quick read a card or something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know?
3: You you have the advantage there. I know. And I'm always like, it's funny because, you know, like people, even, you know, my mother, she's a Pisces. So she's like, that's not what happened. I'm like, I think you're lying. I did a horror chart and I pulled a tarot card. I know you're lying to me about something stupid. But anyways, to get back to cleansing the auras, what you could do to cleanse your aura is you literally can just take Epsom salt and... Put it in a bath and take a bath with Epsom salt in it or scrub your body with Epsom salt in a shower and that cleanses your aura. Boom. So that's it, you know, or you can even use like some people like to use like the inside of a lemon with Epsom salt and use it kind of like a sponge. Some people like to make, you know, use cinnamon, mint, Epsom salt. Some people use flour to water, a dash of white rum, Epsom salt with a little milk, optional. Or some people use a raw egg, which is called a limpia, to cleanse their energy. So you just roll the egg, a raw egg, all around your body, and you throw it out when you're done.
2: Everything you wow. said before, the raw egg, I mean, I think my girlfriend will eat me up if I do all that. Oh, that no, sounds but delicious.
3: the raw <laughs> egg, the raw <laughs> egg is like, it's like, it's like not, it's just a cold egg. You know, like you don't crack it or anything. Oh, you just roll it like around like your chakras and that kind of cleanses it. But, you know, you should make her, you know, you can make a bath with like, like cinnamon, mint, rose petals. That's a really, an Epsom salt. That's a really good one for love with Florida water. That's, a, you know, all the things that we use for love, cinnamon and roses.
1: Can I ask you Epsom. something here on love? Yes. Okay. So I am curious, why do some people find that true beautiful pure kind of like once in a lifetime type love that i feel like not everybody gets and i know that's kind of sad to say but i feel like you know that you see certain couples that like that their love is like it's 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 what you what you dream of what you wish you could find right but not everyone is fortunate to get that and a lot of people are kind of just whether it's complacency or they really like the person they're really comfortable but it's just they might be in love, but it's not the same. What is it about people that get attracted to find that insane love that is like what everyone strives for?
3: Well, I have three answers in order. Number one is timing when you're ready for it. And that's what astrology can show us. I see that more so than anything that people are just really ready to focus on love and focus on a relationship as opposed to work at that time in their lives. Another thing would be, you know, Getting your chakras cleansed isn't a bad thing, you know. You can always get a rose quartz and put it on your heart chakra for 15 minutes while you're laying down, you know, or put it in the bathtub, you know. I mean, there are things that you can do to open up your heart chakra more, too.
1: What, what is this? You know what this is? What is this? I can't is? see. What oh. color is it? Your, your, like your, a, your
3: screen's blurry, Pete.
1: It's like a purplish, green, clear, dark purple, hints, light purple. Some light green?
3: Oh, I think that could be rainbow quartz or fluorite or rainbow fluorite. Okay. So those are really like enhancer crystals. So I would say like if you're using another crystal, you could use that with it. So like if you're looking for love, I would say maybe a rose quartz crystal would be really good to put on your heart chakra or amethyst. People like amethyst too. Gotcha. Because it's really protective and it kind of ushers away negative energy.
1: Okay. Yeah. For those that can't see that, I just showed, uh, Lisa here, a crystal that was an, a beautiful gift, uh, from, uh, we became friends on Instagram, but it's a really sweet lady that, uh, sent me it and, uh, felt like I should have it. And so I keep it. I don't know too much about it, obviously, but. That's what I just showed, Lisa.
3: Yeah. I mean, those are really good if you're using other crystals because it heightens their energy. Gotcha. Pete,
2: what about the other thing you have in your room? The salt lamp?
3: I have the
1: salt lamp as well. You it. Himalayan
3: salt lamps. Those are really good. You could use regular Himalayan salt in the bath or Epsom salt, depending on what you want.
1: Yeah, I just went to um, the the saltiest place in the world and went to the Dead Sea in uh, Israel a couple weeks ago and had a nice little salty bath over there.
3: Well, you know, there's a reason why they have salt caves everywhere now that people yeah. go to for resorts to, you know, meditate in.
1: Yeah, there's a bunch of resorts all around it. Yeah. That's incredible. Th- thank you for answering my question there. I just was, it was <laughs> curious, you know, of, of why certain people kind of get that, you know, and I don't feel like everyone does. And, and I wish everyone had that opportunity, but timing. I mean,
3: I think timing is the most important we Chakra,
1: clearing, cleansing the chakras and You said there's a third, you said you had three answers. What was the third answer? Oh yeah. The
3: third one would just be kind of being open to it. So I think that if you're really open to the unexpected or any possibilities and don't really have any fear or any preconceived ideas about what's going to happen and you just embrace it day by day, that's really important. So I think it's just important to live and so many people don't do that. So that's true. No, live life.
2: You got to live life. So what are we here for, to anyways, live. right? Live it to, yeah. the, to the best. Lisa, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. This has been amazing. I can't wait to share all this information with my girlfriend.
3: What sign is she?
2: She's a, well, she's a tourist. And it's funny because you said it's like Groundhog's Day. Cause when we do get in like an argument, I'm like, oh my gosh, we've talked about this 30,000 times. And uh, you know, it's so, you hit it on the head. It's so funny.
3: Well, it's interesting. Her moon connects with, I mean, her sun connects with your moon. So this is a very deep connection, just saying. So, Ooh,
2: deep, deep is, connection. Pete's been saying this too. Of,
3: yeah. Your type Recently of. Recently, I have been. Yeah. As a, a Taurus person, she reminds you a lot. There's something about her, you can't put your finger on it, but she expresses what you feel. And you have a lot of similar kind of like collective memories or similar tastes and things. And that's really important to you as well because your Venus is in your seventh house. So, you know,
2: Holy you're not
3: going to date someone who doesn't like the same movies as you, you do. So,
2: yeah, the same, something's got to be the same music, movie. Yeah. You, yeah. But, gosh, thank you so much. This has been awesome. For, real been quick.
1: Super insightful. Awesome.
2: Where can our followers? listeners uh, follow you at or find you at?
3: I'm all over the place. I write the horoscopes for the Today Show and all of the astrology content. I also write the horoscopes and the practical magic column for Teen Vogue. I am the resident astrologer as well at Refinery29. And I write for the Hood Witch as well, amongst other places. I also write for Vogue, British Vogue, Oprah Daily, and you can find me at Lisa's Stardust Astro on Instagram.
2: You are busy. Holy smokes. That's insane.
3: But Gemini, I work Everyone all the Everyone wants you.
1: That's, you're good at what you do. There's no doubt about that.
3: Sometimes. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, this has been incredible. Seriously, they, thank you so much. You, you've instilled Thanks. a lot of uh, excitement and optimism for me. I will work yeah. on some things. that. Uh, that you uh told me I should. Sure. And I
2: um, and I will for sure be wearing protection with my girlfriend because I don't want a baby in the future, right? <laughs> Just yet. Just yet. Oh well,
1: we'll see. Might be
2: TMI,
3: but that's funny. Uncle Pete's ready. Uncle Pete's ready, Dusty. We'll see what happens. Call me in the year or two.
1: When you say you see someone here in in um in the fall, you see anything me going back to any anybody or is this a new person?
3: Okay, so you do have let's look at your charter yeah so okay so i mean your venus is retrograde so i think you could be getting back together with someone i think that my venus is retrograde too i've been dating with the same fool for like 12 years <laughs> this shit never ends <laughs> it's the same stupid shit it's like, and you know it because you're dating a Taurus. Oh it's like they just answer in riddles. It's like just fucking answer the question where are you? <laughs> it's like where do you think I am? Like I'm like by the sea. It's like it's frustrating. But yeah, um I do think that it could be someone from your past or a past life relationship. I think that you're more apt to marry someone who you've been with before than someone new. This will be like it's will be like the same drama over and over again. However, I do think that you know, with the aspects that are happening, I think that, you know, by like October 25th, I feel like October 22nd is a pretty good day for love for your chart. So that's what we call a Venus star point. And that's when Venus and the sun link up. And it's a new story about love. But I think you're just going to have to set some major boundaries with this person. I don't know if they know what boundaries are. So <laughs> that's something.
1: Oh, my gosh. You are uh <laughs> You are something, Lisa. I now.
3: I (laughs) I know someone. I I have literally. I have. This is a funny story. I have a client and. She's and it's a famous person and she's catfishing her famous boyfriend on social media. and I'm like, wow. why are you doing that? And she's like, well, I want to know if he's cheating on me and I'm oh, like she's like does get he know it she's like, does he know it's me?" And I'm like, obviously if he's like talking about like his girlfriend to some stranger like he knows it's you <laughs> like
1: what? You know yeah. well, thank you for that for answering that question. It's a little curious and um, we shall see you know what I, wanna get, I want you to get We should have you back on here. Post a little time after October 25th and see where we stand. See if I'm an uncle and see if I've found love. Bachelor is in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber.
2: And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red
1: Rock Music. Our producer is Emma Martins and our executive producer is Red Yoakum. Our audio engineer is Enrique Hinojosa. Subscribe and like or review wherever you get your podcasts
2: the show on Instagram at bachelors in the city podcast.
1: Got questions for us about the show life or really whatever. DM at bachelors in the city podcast on Instagram for a chance to be a featured third roommate.
2: We'll catch you next time.
0: This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton to adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, You create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.